A law unto yourself means you are fiercely independent. You're someone who charts your own course, unbound by the conventional norms. Now imagine applying this autonomy to the realm of storytelling, crafting a narrative so compelling that it becomes a law unto itself. Whether you're a visionary entrepreneur, a creative artist, or simply looking to redefine your digital presence, understanding how to harness the power of law can transform the ordinary into the extraordinary. This is not about making shit up to be different, it's about being definitively you. You don't do it for ego, you do it for purpose. You have to believe in yourself first before others will believe in your story. We're going to explore the origins of law and culture, its modern manifestations in digital realms like gaming and Web3, and most important, how you can craft your own law. Law is not a story of the past, it's a roadmap to your future. This is part of an ongoing series on my website, mrjohncain.com. Jump in and subscribe to my free thoughts newsletter. Lots more to come, so let's get into it. Originally stemming from the rich tapestry of culture and society, law has evolved into a compelling tool in the modern digital landscape, particularly in gaming and Web3 communities. But its influence doesn't stop there. Law can be a transformative element in crafting business ideas or personal mission. So let's unravel the enigma of law. Let's discover how its ancient roots are influencing modern storytelling and identity. Then we'll look at some techniques to craft your own law. Law, or folklore, is the essence of storytelling through culture and society. It's the fabric of myths, legends, and folktales passed down through generations. It served multiple purposes. It was preserving history, imparting moral lessons, and explaining the unexplainable mysteries of the universe. In many ways, law has shaped society as we know it. Society is merely a framework built on a collective rule of law, evolving over time. Culture is a framework built on the collective role of law. The threads of culture and society weave the fabric of our reality. And by reality, I mean the way we both view and interact with the world around us. Law is how you begin to weave your own influence over that reality. Even the thinnest, most delicate thread in the tapestry can begin to change the pattern. Greek mythology, with its pantheon of gods and heroes, provides a classic example of law shaping society's understanding of the world. Native American folklore, rich in symbolism and moral teachings, offers another perspective on how law can guide a culture's values and behaviours. Law also acts as a cultural binder, uniting communities through a shared narrative and oral history. It fosters a sense of identity and belonging, grounding individuals into a larger, more interconnected story. With the advent of the internet, law has found new life in the digital world. Gaming and Web3 communities have fully embraced law, using it to create immersive, engaging worlds that captivate audiences. While this use of law is typically an invented narrative, it's a great example of the power of creative storytelling to build entirely new communities. Video games like World of Warcraft or The Elder Scrolls have extensive lore that enriches the gameplay and its engagement. 
Lore and traditional gaming creates depth, providing a backdrop that influences game mechanics, character development, and the whole player experience. I mean, I still remember the excitement of loading adventure games on my Commodore 64. Yep, that old. The Last Ninja was a classic example of early game lore. I mean, don't even get me started on my child obsession with ninjas. So here's how it was told on the loading screen of The Last Ninja. The secrets of the ninjutsu way had been jealously guarded for centuries. Only once every decade were the scrolls seen at the ritual of the White Ninja. None coveted these secrets more than the evil Shogun. Seizing the opportunity of the ritual, he sprang a fiendish trap that destroyed the Brotherhood, except for one, you, the last ninja. Your sworn oath is to recover the scrolls. You travel to the mystical lands of the Shogun. Already his guards are mastering the ways of ninjutsu. To reach the Shogun's palace, you must use all your weapon craft and fighting skills as you travel through dangerous wastelands, magnificent gardens, and then descend into the direst dungeons before the final confrontation. You cannot fail. You are the last ninja. That music just takes me back. Oh. But fast forward to the future of gaming. And there are some amazing developments happening right now where lore goes beyond a fanciful story and taps into the cultural narrative itself. Gaming has traditionally been a top-down story, driven by large gaming companies and adopted by the masses. Web3 lore is a community-driven story from the bottom up. NFT projects and metaverse platforms utilize lore to establish unique digital cultures and communities. Lore in these spaces goes beyond storytelling. It becomes a means of identity creation and community belonging in a digital context. The engagement within these communities around a project's success is intrinsically tied to a sense of ownership, not only for financial purposes, but a belief in advancing digital culture in a direction where everyone can benefit from the growth. Even within traditional gaming, the mechanics of player awards have shifted from points and leaderboards towards digital collectibles and in-game items. These remain mostly a centralized function on game servers rather than on the blockchain. In Web3 gaming, however, those digital collectibles take on a very different value proposition as non-fungible tokens that can be traded and purchased via cryptocurrencies and custom tokens. The vision of ownership in this digital world goes beyond community-driven lore and into tangible assets on a platform that is co-owned by the community rather than a centralized corporate identity. Notable examples, either still in development or already in play, are Yuga Labs, Futureverse or Walkworld, to name just a few that I know. I know these best because in full transparency I own assets to varying degrees within each of these. Yuga has perhaps the most anticipated metaverse called Other Side, still being built and publicly tested along the way. They've also brought out smaller arcade-style games like Dookie Dash, which is now launching to the public via app stores without the need to hold Yuga assets or even have a crypto wallet. The lore behind Dookie is probably the funniest I've seen. It has to be watched to be fully appreciated, so I'll play it now. Oh, <laughs> 
Building on this, Dookie Dash Unclogged will also introduce innovative new formats like Creator Mode, which allows you to, as they say, create and sell 3D models of new skins, vehicles, stickers, and more using the faraway Creator Suite. Your 3D models can be purchased by anyone via the faraway shop and then used in Dookie Dash Unclogged and thousands of other digital experiences and games. This hints at a more open cross-platform intention from Yuga. Games that can bridge the values of core Web3 communities to the broader mainstream will be the winners. Futureverse is also setting new standards in the metaverse with groundbreaking tools like the FuturePass Smart Wallet and a decentralized AI protocol through its ASM brains, which is being integrated into games like Muhammad Ali, The Next Legends. All of this is powered by Futureverse's own decentralized blockchain, the Root Network. Aligning with perhaps the most famous law to bridge mainstream audiences with the metaverse narrative, Futureverse have partnered with the author of the iconic Ready Player One book to establish Readyverse Studios. Readyverse is expected to launch in 2024 as a dynamic platform for connected digital experiences and in a major rights deal with none other than Warner Brothers. Beyond gaming, you can find lore playing a part in gamification and purposeful mechanics of Web3. A relatively little-known project that has been building non-stop through the bear market of 22 and 23 is Dogface Labs and Xeno Mining. Alongside a really colourful lore, they're also driven by a real sense of purpose and a belief in what Web3 can provide. Holders of their different collections can stake assets to earn rewards from crypto mining operations, set up from the crowdfunding of asset purchases. With the founders all coming from a military service background, a significant portion of those mining rewards also go back to support military veteran charities uh, and first responders, which is awesome. In these modern iterations, law often becomes a collaborative, community-driven effort, with participation contributing to not only creative storytelling, 
but a broader narrative based on their belief in building a decentralized ownership economy. This interactive aspect of law in digital spaces signifies a shift from passive consumption to active creation. Chris Dixon said in an interview with The Verge, the next Disney or Marvel would not come top-down from a company, it would come from an internet community who comes together using NFTs, tokens and other kinds of Web3 concepts to create stories and characters and would actually own parts of those characters and have control over them. Chris Dixon is a widely respected and successful investor, internet entrepreneur and a general partner at venture capital firm Andreessen Horowitz. They are probably the most active and influential of the VC firms with some 35 billion in assets under management. All this to say, he really knows what he's talking about. Oh, and his new book, Read, Write, Own, is going to be a tipping point. I can't wait to read what I suspect will align very much to my own personal operating system for change, Read, Write, Execute, which is based on the old Unix command, chmod777. Not only that, my personal vision and my law for this framework is leading me towards a theoretical command line, chmod888, which unlocks infinite and permissionless ownership. Watch this space. In the realm of business, law can be an invaluable framework to shape a company's identity and mission. While some traditional businesses would clearly not produce the more imaginative law we see in Web3, the ability to see the business through the lens of a story told for generations to come is invaluable. Businesses can use law to craft compelling narratives that resonate with their audience, turning customers into a community. Examples include brands that have built mythologies around their origins or values. I mean, Apple's story of innovation and disruption intertwines visionary thinking, technological breakthroughs, and a relentless pursuit of excellence. Their law not only showcases Apple's products, but also celebrates the ethos and values that propelled the company to its iconic status. This is not to be confused with a unique selling proposition or brand positioning. Law is distinct from traditional marketing narratives. It's the essence of a company's heritage, like an oral history shared around a campfire. Law embodies the roots of a company's culture, such as Steve Jobs and Wozniak crafting the first Apple computer in a garage, or the accidental invention of cereal by the Kellogg brothers. While strategic branding focuses on showcasing benefits and positioning, law adds a human touch. It's not just about selling, it's about creating a sense of connection, even for those outside of the target market. For instance, you might not be an avid Apple user, but the story of two visionaries in a garage pursuing a revolutionary dream, it resonates with everyone. Refining a strategic narrative is necessary, but sharing your law transforms your brand from a faceless identity into a relatable, humanized presence. You don't need to have a long history already. Make history and others will write it for you. Just imagine two people sitting around a campfire in 50 years time, talking about your brand. What do you want them to be saying about it? Make those stories happen and start to slip those insights and personal anecdotes into conversations or podcast interviews, even into tweets. I mean, that's where it begins. For individuals, particularly artists, entrepreneurs, and professionals, law can be a powerful tool in developing a personal brand. 
Not all businesses have a founder figure or perhaps one that is willing to develop a narrative or personal brand. But there's plenty of reason to seriously consider this if you are a founder. The art of crafting a personal brand is a much broader topic, but it starts with identifying the core pillars of your belief system. These become your messaging pillars. In particular, identify both your personal goals and a more transcendent purpose that will make change in the world, big or small, for the better. Finally, it takes dogged repetition of these core messages. Every chance you get. The most effective and inspiring leaders I've ever come across are the visionary leaders who hammer home their purpose consistently for years. Law can transform a standard bio into a compelling narrative that captures the essence of an individual's journey and their values. It's about crafting a story that resonates, that turns a personal or professional trajectory into something almost mythic, yet relatable. From ancient cultural narratives to modern digital communities, and from business branding to personal identity, the concept of law remains a powerful and transformative tool. It's a reminder of the enduring power of storytelling and its ability to connect, persuade, and inspire across ages and mediums. Whether you're building a brand, shaping a business, or crafting your personal narrative, consider the role law can play in elevating your story to something truly memorable. Remember, every story has the potential to become legend.